Hello, and welcome to the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. Each episode, we talk about a particular topic in the life of a professor. Ruth is a visiting professor at a large university in Ireland, and Claire is an associate professor at a primarily undergraduate university in Northern California. The purpose of our podcast is reflection, so we bring something we think is working and something we're working on to discuss. Welcome to the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. I'm Ruth. And I'm Claire. And today we're talking about textbooks. But first, Ruth, how was your week? My week, um, I think we should start having a slot that's called Ruth's Illnesses. And oh, should no. Have, like, that could be a portion. <laughs> a recurring of our, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I just had a stomach flu, which do not recommend. Don't do that. Zero so, stars. Um, yeah. Yeah. Big time. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Not, not my favorite thing to do. So that was my week. But luckily... Well, not luckily, but I the kids are going on break. So mm-hmm. I was very intensely trying to get as much work done beforehand as I could to kind of be able to spend more time with them. Mm-hmm. And so I actually I had all my materials ready. Oh, that's good. You were still, so ahead. You're so know, good at still, getting ahead. Dude, it's just like rampant anxiety. That's my, my <laughs> trick is like being dreadfully anxious all the time. Well, I don't because know if I like your trick, but happen. I like the effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then here it is proving me right that you could just get struck down you can get the flu, flu so anytime exactly anytime lurking around every corner so <laughs> i'll report it and see what i have next time we can do our slot about roots illnesses they can be a different all right whole other sounds podcast. good how was your week hopefully spend less time feeling poorly yes definitely so my week i just i mentioned a while ago i was getting contacts i have contacts Ooh. and so i've worn them for two days and it's really really cool and, um, yeah, getting them out was very hard the first night, but I feel like I got a trick and got them out the second night. So hopefully I, the trick remains on the third night. We'll see. But it's so cool to be able to see clearly without, like, the frame of the glasses in my vision. That's, like, the thing that just keeps blowing my mind. Like, normally when I don't have glasses on my face, I can't see very well. Oh, totally. And, like, you're, you know, you do activities, like fitness activities right <laughs> sure and like, so yeah yeah but like that's super then that's even better that's can... true I haven't even thought about like I'm I normally take a dance class once a week which I have yet to do with my contacts how's that gonna be that'll be cool I know that now you can just do whatever you like with your head yeah maybe that was holding you back <laughs> you were, like, sure, I wasn't so. spotting properly because I was worried my glasses flying well, off my face or something yeah let's see now so, do you have a quote for us today? I do, and it's um, it's I'm I'm like obsessed with Lizzo, the uh, the singer. Okay. And um, just you know, in the sad days of the stomach flu, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to turn to Lizzo, and it helped. But there's a line in one of her songs, and it is um, "Boss up and change your life. You can have it all, no sacrifice." And I know it's cheesy, but sometimes I just talk myself out of things before even you know what I mean and like that to me is um not something I can very often embody but it's something I aspire to I love it believing that you can have it all no sacrifice mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. currently I just want to be able to eat food but that's <laughs> <laughs> that's my big dream at the moment so. I believe that you'll be able to do that soon <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully hopefully oh, I'm going to come back goodness. and complain if you're wrong <laughs> Tell me, so this week we're talking about textbooks. Yes, we're talking about textbooks, and this was inspired by one of our listeners, Kirsten, who was Hi, talking... Hi, Kirsten. Hi, Kirsten. 
And yeah, we were talking about textbooks and how there's kind of a movement that we're at least feeling away from textbooks, where it's like, well, mm. we should give the students cheaper materials and um, I don't know, you know, that kind of thing. And and Kirsten and I were both feeling like we really like having our textbooks, though. So anyway, we that that kind of inspired Ruth and me to talk about, well, what do we what do we get out of our textbooks? What do we like about textbooks? What do we do with textbooks? So that's what we're talking about here. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. So do you want to start or should I start? Uh, either one. You go ahead if you. Okay. Um, well, I really like having a textbook for my classes, and I don't use it a lot. But what I use it for, I, whenever I'm presenting content, I always give them, this is the section of the book where this particular topic is discussed. And then, you know, in their homework sets, that I, I write their homework sets, but I say, you know, on each homework set it says, this is the topic, here's the sections in the textbook that has more on that topic. So I, I guess I'm encouraging them to use the textbook as a supplemental information source. And I always tell them things like, you know, if you read the section that we just talked about, it'll f hopefully fill in the gaps. You'll, you'll see it in different words than I used, and maybe that will help, or maybe they'll mention one little tidbit that I left out that makes it catalyze for you. So um, that's kind of my... I don't like have assigned reading, but I give them the section so that if they're struggling with something or if they want to fill in a gap, this is the spot. It's really easy. You just flip to this section and read through. Um, I also refer to them to the textbook sometimes with... Formulas, like maybe we don't use these formulas all the time, but I say, oh, go calculate whatever, and the formula's in this page, you know? And then they're yeah. in the section where they're giving examples and stuff. So I, I use the textbook kind of minimally, but I really value having it. And I love, it happens sometimes where a student will email and say, so I was reading the text about this section that oh, we talked about yeah. in class, and, the, you know, here I am on page whatever, these sentences make perfect sense, but this sentence, what is up with that? Can you explain that? That's just really great. I love it when that happens. Um, so I'm super into having the textbooks. Yeah, I am also super into having the textbooks. Mm -hmm. And I do very much understand the kind of principles of sort of, you know, requesting. But I really believe in the textbooks and mm -hmm. I think it's super important you kind of stole I, I wish I would have found first but, yeah, no, but I think it's super important to have the second point of reference and you know I often have very I don't know how to describe it but my ways of explaining things can be like imagine you're a little electron you're walking <laughs> like that kind of thing and like sometimes totally. people want more formal mm -hmm. language you know what I mean or or just another point of view or another mm -hmm. way of getting it or mm -hmm. you know so I think it's super important to have that for sure I think I actually do reading assignments I'm going to talk about that more okay <laughs> but um I do reading assignments and like with specific sections from the book I have mixed feelings about the, okay whatever but I think it is really important you know even if it's done in the worst possible way. They're still, they have heard of something before you're talking about it. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like there's okay. some sort of like you've been exposed to the word acceleration before I cover it in class. In theory. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And oh, the thing, yeah. oh, sorry. Oh, I'm just going to say, I'm looking forward to talking about that because I was kind of thinking about the lecture and then the textbook, but you're talking about the textbook and then the lecture. Anyway, we'll get to that when we get to your working on, maybe. Yes, perfect. Um, okay. The other thing I was thinking about is like, you know, when I was at a different university to the one we worked together at, 
there was a part on the student evaluations which was are you encouraged to find other material to back up oh yeah whatever it is mm-hmm. I've seen that and so is that at her place I can't remember but I definitely remember it there mm-hmm. and like one of the complaints I got sometimes was like she doesn't reference the textbook enough and I want to have that do you know mm-hmm. what I mean and mm-hmm. It depends, like all of this depends, right? Like mm-hmm. if you're taking one physics class, it is probably a bit difficult to buy a giant physics textbook. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But I have just shipped, like, I think it's the fourth time this one textbook has come across the ocean with me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So like, and it's really like useful to me. Yeah. And I look up things all the time in it. Mm-hmm. And like, it's super, you know, because although like I, I know how to remember stuff in physics like I don't remember everything so it's great to just have the book and you can have that reference so I really believe in and I even more so believe in physical copies but that's because I'm old but um (laughs) I do too (laughs) yeah I know well this yeah anyway that's a whole other thing but yeah so I do I think it is really useful to have Mm -hmm. that and -hmm. to be able to read around a topic and my lecture style is quite like boiling things down to the super relevant things. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I don't think that's the only information they should necessarily come out of it with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I think reading around stuff is really important. Yeah, that's fascinating. You're talking about shipping the textbook across the Atlantic a bunch of times. I have two copies of the text that I use for my main classes. And one of them I keep at home and one I keep at work. And the one at work <laughs> is all like pages are falling out and like it's just like falling apart and I specifically have that one at work because I want the students to see look I spent a lot of time in this textbook it can be useful um yeah and um I guess I just wanted to add one thing that you made me think of is I really value with these textbooks like there's plenty of sources of information out there right but these textbooks have been highly edited for accuracy and for clarity like not being ambiguous in what things mean and I want to give my students such a reference material for their learning in my classes as opposed to supplementing with a bunch of other sources that are, you know, well, less reliable. Yes, and I think it's that's such a good point. And I think it's really important in physics and whatever else. But, like, people use different variables. They label things differently. Some equations are even a bit different. Like, mm-hmm. I'm using a different textbook now than I used when we, like, at Humboldt. and. Mm-hmm. Even one, like the first law of thermodynamics has a different sign for something and it's defined a different way. So mm-hmm. I think when students are going and getting all of their information from like random YouTube videos or whatever, wherever else they're getting their information, that's really difficult for them. Sure. People are a huge added challenge that you're... Way. Totally. Because mm-hmm. I think it isn't, you know, I was thinking about, you know, the difference between like novice and expert. Mm-hmm. And Tell like me. it's really difficult for a novice... I think to a sort material and recognize what's important. So that's where, again, I think a textbook Mm -hmm. is good. And then also like recognizing like, oh, they use U instead of V for velocity. That's not easy to do when you're learning something. No, you're like, oh, totally different variable. What's this U? I've never seen that before. Yeah. 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 So I think it's super, even if they do, like you said, supplement with material from Mm -hmm. elsewhere, which is great. Just having this like fundamental text of this is like. You know, that I think that's really important mm-hmm. as a reference for them. So I agree. Yeah. I think even for students who maybe don't engage with the reading assignments that much, I think just having a central text is super important. Yeah, at least you can use it just to look up what is the velocity formula, you know, or whatever it might oh, be. Totally. 
Um, it's just sitting right there easily with a glossary and stuff. So anyway, I, I love having, yeah. Well, let's get, I'm really interested in this reading assignments thing, which seems like it's what you're working. It's kind of related to what I'm working on too, which is, so maybe we can do this kind of together, but yeah, I love it when the students are engaging with the text and come across a question that they don't understand. And I do think like you're talking about how sometimes in your classes you speak, imagine you're Electron and you're zooming along, mm -hmm. you know, and I do that too. And I, I, I usually try to say it both that way and in the more proper, like actually what's happening way. But the textbook, of course, has it in the fully proper way. And I, I like that point you made. So anyway, I, I'm wondering how I can get more students to get those experiences where they're reading the textbook and they're like, oh, gosh, this sentence doesn't make sense. Let me ask Claire about that. That just seems like when that happens, the students are really getting the content deeply. And so I'm wondering how to help them do that. And I've never done assigned reading. I'm, I'm interested. I have on my notes, does Ruth have experience with assigned reading? I'm not sure how I feel about it because um, I don't, I don't know. I want them to go. I always tell them, go to the textbook with a specific question, you know? Yes. You're trying to find out what Claire was talking about, about Doppler shift or whatever. And so you're going to go and read that section. You're not reading, I don't know. That's, okay, so this is a really good point. And it's because it's what we said, I think, previously about reading papers. Mm -hmm. Like reading papers without a question is kind of... Sure. Yeah. Pointed. Yeah. Because so, there's so yeah. much information in a textbook or in a paper. And so if you're not looking for a specific thing, you mm -hmm. can easily just get lost in something that's, you know, if it's interesting, great. But it's it could be totally unrelated to what we're talking about and not helping you understand the thing that you actually were trying to understand. So anyway... What do you do with your reading assignments and how can you improve them and what are you working on? <laughs> okay, cool. Yes. So I um, went to, like in 2016, I went to the new faculty workshop with the AAPT, uh -huh. which was amazing. Okay. And um, they, we had, they had a little workshop on just-in-time teaching, which I cannot remember the name of the person who invented it, but I will we'll put it in the show notes. But um, just-in-time teaching is all about this kind of ethos of having students engage with the material and answer questions or think about things before they come to lecture. I see. Okay. So it's kind of these pre-assignments. So I was very excited and inspired after that. So then I did start writing all of these reading assignments. And mm -hmm. what I did was I had a specific question for each section. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So rather than read this and read it, do you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> Just other <read>. times, <laughs> yeah. Well, other times I have had read this and then what's something you knew and then okay. what's something you were surprised mm -hmm. by or something and it's weird like some students are like I knew everything the end or whatever and, <laughs> but then there's other students who really engage with that uh -huh. and write really meaningful detailed responses which is like surprising to me um so I had many iterations so for a while I was asking very direct questions like what is the units for electric mm -hmm. field mm -hmm. and they're not reading the thing like they're just looking for the answer it's yeah electric I don't field electric field yeah sure that's what yeah. i would do too yeah totally yeah absolutely and then other times like for different classes i have better kind of questions do you mm -hmm. know what i mean like mm -hmm. what do you think is going on in the example on page blah 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 or why mm -hmm. did they get that whatever it is mm -hmm. and um yeah so sometimes i think all of these things are like you can just lower the activation barrier a little bit more mm -hmm. where someone who maybe wouldn't use the textbook now is going to engage with mm -hmm. it 
you know, and someone who is never going to use a textbook, maybe they ne- they won't either and they'll just Google the answer or whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think that, but then I'm not sure if it's doing what I think it's doing sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And so I also, like I have this fear. So for a long time to make things affordable at Humboldt, we have, like we all agree to use the same textbook for the, all of the intro courses and then we also have agreed to not update to the newer edition. Yeah. And I think there's an interesting peak where that means it's cheaper because there's a lot of secondhand copies. But eventually it will become more expensive because there won't be enough secondhand copies. Right. It's, you know what I mean? So I don't know what that peak looks like. But anyway, um, the I'm nervous about them changing the textbook and changing the sections because that's like that was a whole job of sure. work to like assign the sections and figure all that stuff out Mm -hmm. so yeah so I think that I definitely like I think the reading assignments are good I think it directs people to the section of the textbook that they need to be looking at and whether they do or don't Mm -hmm. who knows do Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but then I'm not actually doing it for this semester so Am I saying anything that makes sense? <laughs> yeah. like I'm like, I don't know. Like, sometimes I do this. It works and sometimes. But um, yeah. Well, I really like what you're saying about lowering the activation barrier of opening the textbook. By having this reading assignment where they have to go get something. And it sounds like I really like that you're developing the questions that they're trying to answer during the reading assignment to make them more meaningful. Like, what are they doing on this problem here? That sounds like something that's going to be really useful when they're trying to do that kind of problem. So you're sending them to the textbook, opening it up, and then thinking about kind of specifically what it is you want them to be thinking about while they're reading that. So I think that's really cool. Um, One thing I was thinking about was, I think... I'm thinking still about this. Do you read the textbook before or do you read the textbook after? And I I have a couple thoughts. One thought is I think it might depend on the student. And so I might like to leave some flexibility there. Although, you know, it depends. Maybe you have some really important course plan and and so then you want to override whatever the student normally does. But I think I like to leave that kind of flexible to the student. I think it might also depend on the textbook. Like I've specifically chosen for my class, there's kind of two main textbooks that are out there that at least are the two common ones I'm familiar with for analytical chemistry. And one of them I feel like is a little more accessible, but doesn't Mm -hmm. go into as much depth. And the other one goes into more depth. And I've chosen the more depth one. But because of that, I feel like it would be better if they came to class and heard it from me where I'm talking about the electrons zooming around, and then they go to the textbook. But I think maybe... So I think that's another variable. So I think I, I would ideally leave it up to the student whether they do the text before or after, but also maybe say, by the way, in this particular case, the textbook is there to go deeper and really say things really accurately. I mean, obviously the other textbook is accurate too, but it's, it, it's a little more intro level. So I suggest you read the textbook afterwards, but if you prefer to read it before, of course you're welcome to. I don't know. That's kind of what I'm I, thinking about. That's super cool because that's a different, like, you know, I, I don't know. I wonder, could you do cool assignments then about supplementing what you did in class? You know what mm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what else did this textbook talk about than what we went through in class? Sure. Or, you know, what would you add to your notes or some mm-hmm. That's nice. But, I like that. See, I wonder, is it just so different now? Because for us, I know I'm like quite a bit older than you, but like the internet wasn't a source of information really when I was in college or I mm-hmm. didn't know how to navigate it. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So... 
I the textbook was everything, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I wonder in some ways, like having a lot of choice mm -hmm. is not necessarily a good thing. Do That's you know what true. I mean? and, sure. Yeah. But I, yeah, I do like the idea of encouraging them to engage with the textbook because I know, I know. So I remember the first year I was teaching and we had the midterm and somebody failed and they were like, I did everything. I did mm -hmm. everything I could ever do. And I was like, whoa, okay, that's, you know, let's see what we can figure out. And mm -hmm. we were chatting and then they were like, by the way, when are we going to start using the textbook? Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, no, you didn't do it. Like, But I realized I wasn't specifically saying go read this section yeah yeah mm -hmm. so um and i was really shocked that that i thought that was like implied do you mm -hmm. know what i mean but mm -hmm. i guess it wasn't so yeah yeah and that's i mean that's that's the thing is i don't have those assignments in the class because i i kind of i don't want to i already have quite a few assignments you know homework yes. lab pre-lab all these things and so i don't want to have another one of read the textbook so i kind of just want it to be very clear where you can get more information about all these things when you get stuck, and the answer is these particular sections of the textbook, super easy to find them. But I, I'm still resisting actually having an assignment of go read it, just because that's not really... The goal isn't to read it. The goal is to do these things that require some information, and one of your sources of information is this really useful, completely accurate, well-written, highly edited thing that I have selected for you, you know? Yeah, I wonder, because, like, I think you're right. Like, I don't, I don't, especially when you're talking about analytical and that's, like, a, you know, they're not brand new. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. They're, they're sophomores and up, yeah. Yeah, and so I think maybe that's, I mean, drawing attention, like, to be honest, at the moment, you're doing more than I'm doing in terms of, like, labeling which section this is coming from. And maybe it's just something that comes up then when someone is emailing Mm -hmm. And we need to have an episode too about like, well, maybe we've already talked about this. Like, how do you say, I could answer this in an email, but I want you to go find the answer yourself. So like, <laughs> you know, you know you what I mean? find that is. Yeah. I know. But, you know, maybe that's all that needs to happen then. Is yeah. Like, mm -hmm. If people are looking for a bit more information. Mm hmm. And I, I do think, think I could do it more. And maybe that's my takeaway yeah. here is to make sure that I do have the correct sections everywhere. Um because I have them a lot of places, but probably could place them more. And maybe that would, maybe one of those would be the extra one that would get somebody to be like, well, this is what's useful. And maybe, I think we should also acknowledge, maybe the textbook is not the most useful thing for everybody. You know, some people oh, aren't going to get it out of reading and that's fine. Um, but I just want to be sure that we try it and see in case it is the way that's going to be really helpful. Yeah. See, I love that. That's a super, like, because that's really important, right? Because prescribing the idea that if you sit down and read for 40 minutes before like that's just not true for everybody no. you know and maybe it's true you know it's I've been like hearing and reading a lot about like kind of like a lot of random diet stuff and when people are like oh you know what sorted all my stuff out and it's that could be totally true right. and like not eating cucumber skins or whatever is the thing <laughs> that sorted your life out I literally have had that one suggested to me but anyway um you know, and it's just like, it's so interesting. Mm -hmm. People just extrapolate too much from their own experience sure. of like, this is the answer. Sure. The thing I'm being really called to here is to really highlight at the beginning of the course how I want them to use the textbook. I love that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Be explicit. This is what you should do. Sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, that's totally because even, you know, if I don't have reading assignments or whatever it is, um, just to be really clear that the expectation is 
that you're definitely looking through the textbook from mm-hmm. time to time and mm-hmm. you're getting you know this other information from the textbook mm-hmm. and this is like yeah so just making it clear that like it's not necessarily like the class itself isn't a complete mm-hmm. set of notes do you know what yeah. I mean yeah so yeah and I think I would be even more explicit than from time to time but like when like are you do you think they should do it once a week or do you think they should do it every time they're doing a lab report to to supplement or do you think they yeah I don't know whatever it is you think that they should be looking at it for like I think for me it would be when you're reviewing your notes either for whatever if you're trying to do a homework assignment if you're trying to do a lab report if you're studying for an exam if at any point you're looking over this material go look over the corresponding chapter in the textbook, too. And not the whole chapter, the specific section where we're talking about the specific thing. Because, yeah, I mean, I I remember having one poor student who was failing, and she said she was reading the textbook 12 hours a week. And I was like, wow, that's so much time with the textbook. Yeah, exactly. But obviously something wasn't... I mean, that's, that's when I started talking about how there's lots of information in the textbook, so go in with a targeted question or topic or something because I I assume that was what the problem was was it was kind of getting hung up on specific details that weren't the right details I don't really know what the problem was but but that's an example of how the textbook is obviously not the solution to everything you have to there's there's technique involved that we need to help well and I think it's 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 also a bit like papers like no one's really sitting down and reading from the beginning to the end you know what I mean like kind of going through it and like looking at the sections that are relevant to you like you don't have to sit there with a highlighter and just go through everything and Mm -hmm. so yeah I've I've had that exact conversation where people are like I read all this and it's like like you said that's that's on its own it's never going to get you where you need to go Mm -hmm. so Yeah. yeah but I I think kind of just the central question with this of whether to have a textbook I think it's really important I do think it's important yeah, and I think so too. And I think maybe my main takeaway is that we're providing this really accurate source of information for them to use in the class. And maybe, hopefully, we can also be teaching them how to use it, just like we teach them how to yeah. read a paper or something, so that they can get the most out of it. Yeah, and I think, and like just side to that, I think it's important if you don't see the value in a textbook to not assign it because they are expensive right and sure if you're really not going to use it then right you know insisting that people buy a textbook is not mm-hmm. you know but yeah sure sure it's yeah it's, comes back to intentionality i guess yeah i think this is really this is really good for me to kind of encourage me to think about clearly what way i want them to use it and then mm-hmm. make that explicit in the beginning mm-hmm. of yeah the me course. too me too yeah because like if i'm honest you know, in the beginning, you're like, oh, I need to have a textbook. Sure, this one. <laughs> like, which one does, like, it's not like I really, you know, but then I do think the ones that are picked are really good. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Okay. Thanks, Claire. Thank you, Ruth. Thanks so much for joining us on the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. We're delighted to have you as a listener and we would love to hear from you. And if you want to email us, our address is contactprofessorpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear any of your suggestions for future shows or professor quotes that you might want to share with us, or even just things that have come up for you when you were listening to previous episodes. And if you've been enjoying the podcast, we would love if you would spread the word. So the best way to spread word is by telling people you know, if you think they should listen to it, or you can leave us a review 
wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.